You're listening to episode 24 of the Loved and Made Worthy podcast, and I'm going to do this just a little bit differently, and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. Typically, I take time before I record an episode to script out everything that I'm going to say, and I felt the need on this one to just not do that. This is just going to be me spending time with God recording into my microphone, wondering some ideas aloud, and kind of digging into some of my thoughts about wisdom and what that means in our lives and, and how, how we coexist with God through his wisdom. And I don't know, if you're hearing this, I decided to share it. <laughs> But I suppose if you're not, uh, then it doesn't really matter, does it? So we're currently going through the characteristics of God and what that means for us and our identity. So the one that we're going to talk about today is wisdom. Welcome to Loved and Made Worthy. My name is Erica, and this is a podcast about embracing our God-given purpose and letting go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overachieving. If you want a deeper relationship with Jesus and are ready to ditch the labels that God never gave you, this is for you. Listen in as we journey with God to find out who He is, what that means for our life, and ultimately, who He created us to be. God is wise. His wisdom is the standard for wisdom. There is godly wisdom and there is earthly wisdom. And earthly wisdom is actually no wisdom at all. When we compare the two, they cannot coexist. God's wisdom is the standard. It is wisdom and he is wise. It is an inherent characteristic Psalms 111.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. It's always kind of, I don't know, taken me aback, the phrase fear of the Lord. It appears lots of different times in the Bible, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we are afraid of God, right? Maybe there's a sense of that, but it's more that... There is a deep sense of reverence, of respect, of awe in all of God's power and holiness and authority. We stand back and are just amazed. We recognize that God is supreme and sovereign over all things. We recognize that we're accountable to him for our actions. We recognize that his justice and his judgment are above all and certainly above our own. And we desire to live in obedience to his will. So going back to Psalm 111.10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. God is wise. So therefore, everything he says and does is wise. And this is so tricky, right? Like we have such a hard time completely believing with our whole self that his wisdom is above our own. And it's just, 
in our earthly perspective, our, our lowly human existence, we just simply cannot grasp the bigger plan. We could really go into some discussions that would probably lead to some existential dread simply because there are so many things that we cannot comprehend, but God does because God knows all and because he is wise. And so we can trust that in God's guidance, as we pursue him, as we follow him, as we chase after Jesus in the way that God directs us to, we also get access to that wisdom. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That's so beautiful. Because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God. So as we are clothed in Christ, we then also are able to be clothed in God's wisdom. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. We just have to ask. And I think sometimes we forget. I think sometimes we feel so alone in our decision making. We feel so responsible. We feel just I don't know, we just hold ourselves to these impossible standards. And if we don't know something, then we're going to just simply depend on ourselves to figure it out. And we're going to carry all of the weight and all of the responsibility. And I think sometimes we forget, at least I know that I do, I forget that I can just ask God to share his wisdom with me and he'll help me figure out that problem. I just have to ask. He gives generously to all. And it makes me think of the story of Solomon, right? So according to the Bible, the wisest man to ever live was King Solomon. He was the son of David. And in the Old Testament, God appears to Solomon in a dream and offers to give him anything he asks for. Solomon asks for wisdom and understanding And God loved this. God loved it so much that not only does he grant Solomon wisdom, but he also blesses him with riches and honor. So 1 Kings 4, 29 through 30 says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure and breadth of mind like the sand on the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. Solomon was the wisest man to ever live simply because he asked God for wisdom and God granted it to him because that is in his character because God is wise and because he is generous and kind. Solomon asked, God gave. This is really interesting to me though because Solomon was the wisest man to ever live but he made some incredibly unwise choices, right? He was obsessed with wealth and pleasure and eventually engaged in idolatry. And he just completely compromised his faith. And so he was no longer walking in step with God 
So we can read about Solomon's downfall in 1 Kings 11, 1 through 13. It says, Solomon loved many foreign women. They turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this has been your practice, and you have not kept my covenant and my statues that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. So yes, Solomon asked God for wisdom, and God gave it to him. But I think this story and the subsequent downfall of Solomon really shows us that we have access to God, but if we are not actively chasing after him, if we are not actively in pursuit of his will, living by his standard, no matter how much wisdom we have, our hearts will be held by sin. So if we're not following God, then we are not engaging in wisdom. Pursuit of God is the ultimate act of wisdom. And I think just like a lot of things in our walk with Christ and our life as a child of God, these things are disciplines, they're practices. We have to actively engage when God grants us wisdom. But because God is wise, we get to trust that his plan is the best plan. Because God is wise, we are able to be free of all of the weight that we put on ourselves to do everything exactly right all the time. We are free from having to know all of the answers for everything. We are free from trying to control the future. It's an illusion anyway. But when we know in our hearts that God is wise, we are truly able to break free of those chains. Because God is wise, we are safe. I hope today's episode blessed your spiritual walk and brought you just a little bit closer to Jesus. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. I love to hear how God is using this in your life. And if you'd like to connect, be sure to join the Loved and Made Worthy Facebook group. I would love to see you there. Now, as we go our separate ways, I just want to remind you of three things. You are seen, you are loved, and you are made worthy in Jesus. I'll see you next time.